Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, SAP, Fightful.com, January 13th. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. It's time for the AEW NXT review. I am joined by Alex Pawlowski, superstar of the FightfulSelect.com service. Alex, how you doing? Uh, it's Wednesday, so I'm doing great. Uh, much better than I do other other days of the week. Um, but but no, you, you have to take some joy in knowing that your pain brings others joy, right? It, it, it is it is kind of odd that they're like, man, thanks thanks so much for watching this thing. You being so angry that you're about to burst the blood vessel really makes me laugh. And so you know, I'm I'm glad I can be there for people un- until I die doing this. Oh my god! I'm also joined by Robert D. Felice. You can catch him daily at fightful.com robert how you doing i'm doing pretty good let me just say i'm glad i don't have alex's job (laughs) (laughs) well guys you may have noticed i posted on twitter that i wasn't getting much sleep lately i've been working hard on this feature this royal rumble feature but fortunately when i do want to go to sleep i'm sleeping comfortable i'm sleeping wonderfully and i'm maximizing that sleep with our friends at Helix Sleep. I needed a new mattress really bad in 2020, and I did not want to go to the mattress store. I did not want to go and lay on something that other people have been rolling around on. I didn't want to do that. So I found Sleep, and I took their quiz. It took just two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. You are unique, and Helix knows that. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Uh, some that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, and even a plus-size mattress as well. I took the Helix uh, quiz, and I got matched with the Dusk Lux mattress, and it's been awesome. I've been loving it. Uh, I didn't realize the quality of sleep I was missing out on until I tried Helix, and it's been fantastic. The best mattress I have ever slept on, and it shipped straight to my door absolutely free. I love them so much, I hit them up, and I said, I want to work with you guys and fortunately, we were able to make that work. They were the best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. And you know what? How about this? Number one from Fightful. Fightful's giving them number one. It, it hereby announced, you all wanted year-end awards. We gave you one. Mattress of the year. 
Helix Sleep. And when you go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful, you get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. It has a 10-year warranty. And if you try it out for 100 nights and you don't like it, you can just send it back. They'll even pick it up for you so you don't have to worry about that. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Just take that quick two-minute sleep with, and they'll get you the mattress you need. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Hey, you know what? Even if you're wired after a show like like, like the ones we saw tonight, you'll be able to sleep good on HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Guys, we're going to start with AEW tonight. So that, that's what we're going to talk about on this. Right. Thing. I can't right. which of you is focusing on which. I don't care. We're just going to talk about it. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a good time. And we started off with a pretty big match. It was Pac versus Eddie Kingston. Pac gets the win. Lance Archer's music hits, and he cleared out the ring. But this was a hell of a way to kick off a show, Robert. Hell of a way to kick off a show. My immediate take was, God, Eddie Kingston needs a win. I know they're relying heavily on he's a good promo, but eventually you got to give people some wins. And hopefully whatever Eddie does next, it's not against a guy who also needs some wins because we got to put the focus on Eddie Kingston. Alex, how are you feeling about that? I mean, Eddie Kingston is one of those guys where he's such a good promo. It seems like he can get himself over at any given time. But again, you don't want to just rely on that and have somebody get beaten all the time. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Like uh, our 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 erstwhile colleague uh, Louis Dangour tweeted out at the beginning of the match that he really needs uh, that he he thought that uh, Eddie Kings really needed a, a big singles win. So yeah. he he expects uh, him to 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 be Pac here. And I tweeted back counterpoint: Pac should never lose a match ever. Like yeah. that, that's, that's what I feel about this guy. I think he's so damn special. I love his like cracked out pirate character that he is. It's yes. so amazing. And uh, he's so amazing in the ring. So it's like one of those things like I love Eddie Kingston, but if you're telling me if I got to pick one of those two to, guys to get like pushed to the moon without any stops or detours, it's Pac. Like I'm, I'm absolutely. Cause I know Eddie Kingston can come out and cut a promo in 90 seconds and be right back up to the top after five straight losses. I know he can. Ryan B. Jam says, if you want to make Alex burst a blood vessel, get him to review raw every week. I mean, he does. He does. I do. I do. And I have. <laughs> Evan Wright says, thought dynamite was fantastic. Top to bottom. Love the young talent getting featured. Sour graps rules and his priority viewing and hearing Robert rules. Well, uh, thanks for the compliment for me. I appreciate it. You can say that my hair is great tonight (laughs) because I'm working on it over here. It's a mess. It is a mess. Uh, We do have a super chat about something we can kind of go to right now. Boris Nisnovich says, Britt Baker has amazing comedy timing, like that it was on a separate set, not in the middle of the ring. My wife, like Bart Simpson, laughed over her swerving everybody on the gifts. Although it would have been cool if there were just really cheap toothbrushes underneath there. That would have been funny. But also, they almost caught the set on fire, Robert. Yeah, uh, sparklers, because, you know, it's in the budget. Cody has to have pyro. I thought that was the best line of the night. I'm not sold on this. I like that it's separate, but I also think it's a weird parody of the Ellen show, and it just yes. it doesn't hit right. Well, but, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I but I I miss I miss those separate sets like you know the the barber shop and Piper's Pit. I, I miss those things. It's a like everything happens in the ring on the biggest wrestling company. It's like ah, Miz TV set looks remarkably like the KO show, which looks like like the blank blank blank. I like that it looks different. Yeah, I do too. To me, that that makes it stand out. Jonathan Grindstaff says. Vaccinated, Reba's laugh has me in tears. Great episode. I was surprised and enjoyed the varsity six-man tag. I just, I think that what they did with Cody was good, but man, when Jade Cargo came out there and cut that promo, mm. she is not good. Her and Red Velvet is a better idea than Brandy and, and Jade, but Jade cannot cut a promo. I do not know why they insist on her doing it, Robert. Because this is just what they have in their mind. She looks like a star. You know, maybe more than yes. a lot of people on the roster, but it's rough on the mic. And, and I mean, one, I mean, you can, you can't teach someone to look like a million bucks. You can teach them a promo. So I don't know why they don't wait and teach her the promo. Uh, I am very excited for Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker at Beach Break. I can't wait for that match. I'll tell you something I can wait for. All these, you're ugly. No, you're ugly. Yeah. No, you're ugly promo. Yeah. I mean, this, uh, they, your they, big they, nose thing really threw me off. It's like, they're better than this. And I think they yeah. know that, but they, they feel like this is realistic dialogue. So whatever. There, there are levels to this stuff. Cause Alex, we've covered so many mean girls things on WWE over and over and over again. Yeah. And this is that. And there's an honest to God character on AEW TV, Danny Jordan, who comes out with a burn book. At least she's not hiding the fact that mm-hmm. she's doing a mean girls gimmick. Like yeah. it's she did the dance during the Christmas episode and all that stuff. Like she's embracing it. It's not like, oh, well, they're they're kind of doing this. She's doing that. Oh, why go to the you're ugly? No, you're ugly thing. It's low-hanging fruit. And it, it it's it's just I, I don't I don't like it either. I don't I know why they do it because it's easy and lazy because it doesn't yeah. require a lot of thought. My but favorite that, thing is so contrary to what AEW does though. I know. It's, but the thing is is that I I I get it. You you have only so many man or woman hours to spend writing scripts. This one's easy. Just throw in a couple of things like you know, do a little improv promo about, you know, call her ugly. As opposed to like, let's write out this this very intricate storyline over here. I understand. It still sucks. Um, my favorite thing that Thunder Rosa has done in the thing with uh, Brett Baker is just referring to her to La Dentita. I love it. It's, it's just such a wonderful, the dentist, but in that weird, like condescending way, only it's in, you can do in Spanish. It's fantastic. And that says so much more than you've got a big nose. Yes. Like, what is that? I don't What does that even mean? Mike says, Reba getting thrown across the stage by the door uh, being opened into her killed me. She's a treasure. She's been great. Who knew that all these years, there were a lot of companies that tried to force the, the rebel issue in the ring. She's just a good character mm-hmm. and that's okay. It's, it's really, really, it's, it's nice to see now uh, the, the brawl. What'd you think of it, Robert? It was fine. Cody didn't need to be there, which is weird. They advertised Cody, but Cody didn't need to be there. And then everybody stopping after the brawl to just watch the video package was also a weird thing. I don't know why they just had them all stand there and then laugh at Brit. But yeah. I feel like this segment needs to be worked on and it will over time. This is usually a dark segment. 
Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. Please donate a Super Chat if you want to get your question or statement read on the air. We will read it as the segment happens. Miro defeated Chuck Taylor. I just love Chuck Taylor's work. And we see Miro uh, come out and and kick ass. And the gimmick is that if Chuck loses, he's got to be Miro's young boy. I like I like that story. I like that. I think some of the best stuff that Miro has done on screen outside of like his own Twitch over the last couple of years was the stuff he did with Trent and Excalibur leading up to their match. It was very good. But I'm all for Miro getting the win. This doesn't hurt Chuck a bit. It's going to be very, very funny to see what they do, Robert. I don't know why they changed the verbiage from young boy to butler, but maybe they feel like butler is a more digestible term for the world. Yes. But yeah, none, uh, there's a lot of people tuning in at TNT that probably don't know what young boy means. And um, <laughs> it could have a lot of bad connotations. They're going to be people fair. who are not in the know. Yes. That's fair. Yes. Uh, but good match. Quick, too. They got in, got out. Miro is going to have a lot of fun. I assume Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy ruined the wedding and there's cake in everybody's hair. I, I, I can't, can't wait, wait to see how they dress Chuck Taylor. Like he's going to be wearing the most obnoxiously expensive clothing. Like I want Miro to be, I want Miro to almost be nice to him. Like, Oh, I can convert him. I can, I can make him like me. Look at what I can do for you. Trent sucks. You can be my best friend now. And I want Kip to be like, N- I'm your best friend. Like, I'm very excited. <laughs> Poor yeah. Miro, though. That guy just can't get away from bad wedding scenes. <laughs> we had yeah. two of them in, in, in WWE, and now he's got to do it one as soon as he gets to, to AEW. Evan says this Chuck stuff is going to be hilarious. Can't wait. He's the funniest guy in wrestling. Very funny. It ain't even close. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says this is leading to Miro versus OC at Beach Break, right? that's the the wedding that's the wedding right that's the wedding they gotta get married Miro can't wrestle he's gotta be the best man yeah to begin with he ain't pulling double duty i got upset when my best man went home right before the wedding to pick up something like i was like what are you doing you think miro's gonna wrestle no way man this is too important to him my god now is he done with the company after the wedding since he was brought in to be the best man like is that are we done after that? Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. He can't get into New Japan right now, unfortunately. Uh, the Inner Circle comes out, and they're going over their New Year's resolutions. Jericho talks about winning championships, and we see Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara because Sammy calls Chris Jericho a tag team slut, which was a, gar- a great line, but he, he pairs himself off with Jake Hager. And, of course, you have the other two teams. We're seeing some dissension here, Robert, but how are you feeling about this? This is the most logical dissension I've ever seen in my life, where the uh, Proud and Powerful are like, no, we are the tag team. That is why we would be, yeah. And Jericho's like, hey, I got MJF now. We're going to be the tag team champions. And Sammy just goes, no, screw you. You're a slut. I'll team with this guy since you wanted to team with this guy. And we'll be the tag team. And Sammy's doing a mean girl gimmick, too. <laughs> it's, it's really good. And I like that Ward. Nobody wants to team with Wardlow, even though Wardlow is probably the best tag team partner anybody could find. Well, that's my thing. It's like I wish that it would have been Hager and Wardlow. And then the other two were like, we're out. 
like like that. Like maybe we don't want in on this. And then Sammy jumps in, and they're like, okay, well, well, now we want in again. But none of them wanted anything to do with a Hager Wardlow team because those are the two sirloin beef sons of bitches. Uh, Evan Wright says, and if you want your best man to pull double duty, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of that. Uh, <laughs> but. This this made a lot of sense to me, Alex. You got anything on this? I I did appreciate uh, that. I, I feel like I feel like Jericho has been sitting on that Sammy Hagar pun for a long, <laughs> long time, and they pulled it out right. And I did appreciate that Sammy has no idea what that is. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I want the subtle like, is Jericho really the demo god thing? Because yeah. he yeah. has no idea what's going on. Well, we see Matt Hardy being confronted by private party backstage about his 30%. He's, his gimmick is a carny, mm-hmm. and I can get behind that. And Matt Hardy's going to be good at this because every time he reinvents himself, it's good, Robert. What do you think uh, about this? By the way, that whole uh, third party thing, out the window. Because uh, you didn't read the fine print, kids. I'm teaching you a lesson. I thought that was brilliant. Clearly, Hardy is upset that people kind of threw him under the bus after the all-out fall. It makes sense. This is fun, and it's better than Broken Matt. I'll just say it right now. It's a lot more digestible, and it's a lot more fun to watch. I did appreciate also um, Hardy uh, being like, oh, you guys, what are you worried about money for? You guys are going to be millionaires eventually. So I can steal money from you now because eventually you're going to be millionaires, which somebody else is known for doing elsewhere as well. Yes, indeed. Uh, Evan Wright says, top flight, private party share the ring next week. They are so stacked on tag teams. Really that's are. what I love. And that's got to feel good. Like somebody, okay, so for those who don't know, I film my Q&A show Wednesday. They they run Thursday. Somebody asked me about Bear Country. And I'm like, Bear Country is a team that started in 2017. When they saw AEW, they had to be like, thank God. Yeah. Like they banked on themselves as a team. And now there's a place they can go. Uh, People like Marino Tanaglia and Philly Collins, who are banking on themselves as a tag team in AIW, they can look at AEW and they say, oh, there's a path here. We can can do this and we can work our way up. And just because we don't start as a dominant team doesn't mean, you know, it's very clear the path there. Oh, let's talk about one of my favorite things in wrestling, Dark Order and Hangman Page. It is so very clear the direction that they are going, and it's simmering. They got this in the slow cooker. Oh, by the way, it's been sitting in the slow cooker for a year. Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. It's going to happen one day for the world title. There's a possibility that it's Elite Bullet Club, Dark Order, Hangman Page, Super baby faces, Dark Order, because you ain't going any other way now. They're baby faces. And the way I hope it works out is we're not a cult. We're a social club. You want to try our Kool-Aid type of thing? Like one of those things. Like we're they're fun loving now, and everybody likes them for that, Robert. But it's very clear, like this, this is something they can develop because the elite against Hangman Page and his ragtag group of buddies is that's that's fun. Lovable losers, those Dark Order boys. But they're uh, not you know this year. They they are. And I like Hangman in the group. 
I think it was a very funny moment where they're like, oh, we got him. We got him. He's going to say yes next weekend. The camera just pans out and he's just standing right there. I thought that was great. Uh, Next week, they're doing a Brody Lee Jr. birthday bash. And I think Brody Lee Jr. saying, I want you to lead the Dark Order is just the moment that will bring not only smiles, but tears to many eyes. And it's a good way to kick this thing off. Evan Wright says, Bear Country rules and Taz loving them rules too. Rob Wilkins says, uh, between watching Marco Stunt and Darby Allen, I'm sore. I cannot read the rest of that super chat for reasons, but uh, yeah. (laughs) We also had the Elite, which was the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega against Danny Limelight and the Varsity Blondes. By the way, guys, I dropped an interview with Danny Limelight on Sunday, go check it out. He has been on UWN, which uh, does some work with NWA. Uh, he's been on New Japan USA and AEW of late. He looked like a million bucks, which we'll get to. But they teased before that it'd be the Young Bucks. And then Don Callis came out and he said, Oh, Kenny's best friends, the tag team champions, the Good Brothers. Now... I thought it was weird last week when they had already announced that the Elite would be in a match, and then Don Callis announced, no, I'm going to book the match. But, uh, you know, maybe he's just lost his mind. And then, of course, once they get out there, it's very clear what they're doing. This was cool. And I also am already noticing that Kenny wants to help all of his friends, and Don Callis is just being a dick. Yes, and I hope that goes somewhere we don't need Don Callis in this story. Uh, we don't need Don Callis in a lot of things. You know, I, I, <laughs> yes. I've kind of had my fill. Well, we don't need Don Callis in a bus for an hour, kayfaving all of us, that's for sure. I don't ever need to sit through one of those again. But um, I'll say this. Danny Limelight looked like a million bucks. He's going to get signed. I like that they use the Varsity Blondes here. You could do a lot worse than putting the varsity blondes in there with five really experienced guys. I thought that was was very good. But uh, to me, I, I did have my eyes on Danny Limelight because I just interviewed the guy. He showed out. He did really good, and I was happy to see that. Impact Wrestling, hard to kill this weekend. By the way, guys, I'll be doing a live post-show with Steven Jensen, who hosts the Fightful Select Weekender podcast. We'll be live right after that show. Uh, I mean, those... Those shows do incredible numbers. I can't really put an explanation on it. They don't do incredible numbers for access, but they do numbers for us. So people need to know what happened, Sean. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Most people are watching these somehow, however it is. Uh, but yeah, Jam on Ryan B. Jam says, give me a Good Brothers versus Reynolds and Silvers. It would uh, Silver would be a fantastic match. I think eventually you get that with the Page Omega buildup, but I think till then... You keep them away from each other, Robert. Yeah, and the comedy there would be a lot more fun than anything else in the ring. Uh, I like this match a lot. You were looking at Danny Limelight. I think the sleeper star here is Griff Garrison. He's looking good. They see something in him, and nobody else has really touched him, so they can build a homegrown guy. And shout out to Brian Pillman, who just got crushed by Mil Muertes like two hours before going on the air for Dynamite. And... He's, he's a stud. I think he'll be doing very good in the future. Uh, we have some super chats. The Nerd Guru says, Would you guys rather Omega Bucks versus The Shield or Omega Bucks versus Balor, Styles, and Cole or all mm-hmm. three in Blood and Guts War Games? 
I kind of want all three now. Yeah. If, if we can get Balor, Styles, and Cole, the Elite, <laughs> and the Shield, come on, man. I mean, that's a big if. But if I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not watch it. Yeah, because I mean. <laughs> With all this stuff, but Roman Reigns presented how he is right now. Oh my God, uh, yeah. Jesus, man! It's just unreal, unreal levels of talent coming from that guy right now. Uh, John Moxley comes out and he goes to fight everybody, and they beat him down. But the Lucha Brothers make the save, and there's a big pull pull apart brawl. Um, <laughs> so we we see the Young Bucks, and they appear. But Pentagon and Phoenix are behind them. How'd you feel about this one, Robert? Uh, I don't like that they used the Luch Brothers because they're already tied up with Kingston yeah. and Pac and Archer as well. You, There's other teams there that could have been used. Maybe the idea is, hey, we've been Impact Tag Team Champions too. Maybe they'll play on that. I don't know. But they could have used another team here. Moxley's great. I like the lone wolf. While everybody has a pack, he's just the lone wolf running by himself. But he's also not an asshole about it. Like, he's not above accepting some help. Because he's smart. Right. He just wants to be by himself for now because that's what suits him. And then there's, you know, the Bucks. They're confused. They want to help everybody. But I think eventually now it's going to lead to, all right, Kenny, you're a dick. Gallows and Anderson, they're being dicks. You know, let's let's super kick these guys. Uh, we have somebody in the chat pretending that Impact is not benefiting from this partnership. They are getting Kenny Omega on their pay per view. I don't care if they're getting a rundown of the pay per view card on AEW Dynamite. They're getting one of the best wrestlers in the world. Don't be delirious. Evan Wright says Griff rules to me in the ring and on the BTE Sammy vlog. Yeah, he's definitely coming more into his own. Yeah, I think Griff Harrison is going to be a TNT champion one day and maybe even like the first homegrown AEW world champion. I really see a lot in him. Ruben says Mox saved Phoenix last week. Anytime I think of what Mox is doing, I think it's more for himself because he wants to, to fight. Right. And the J1 Ryan B. James says Lucha Brothers makes sense since Callis and Kingston probably had a deal last week when Kenny fought Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, sure. Uh, we had the Jurassic Express combination of Jungle Boy and Marco against FTR. Of course, FTR get the win. Of course, they, they renamed their finish the Big Rig, which I love. It's exactly. incredible. What do you, you think about this? I thought it was good. Very good. Uh, they said on social media that this match was dedicated to Jim Cornette, which gets its own levels of heat. I just got to say, Tarzan Boy, that might be the greatest purchase Amazing. that Tony Khan has ever. What Alex, I want Alex's thoughts on this. Sorry to interrupt, but we haven't heard from him in a while. I, I specifically wanted his thoughts on Tarzan Boy. Oh, my God. It's, 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 it's one of the greatest bops ever. Yes. I mean, the idea that, that, that like, the thing I am most looking forward to, a packed house for AEW to have again is 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 the sing-alongs oh yeah the judas one is going to be epic they'll do the whole song they won't be able to stop them oh i'm i'm excited for when we hear the entire crowd go oh whoa, 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 whoa. yes I mean, it's, it's gonna be yeah. 
Oh, I'm excited for when we hit 1,000 Fightful Select subscriptions and Jimmy asks Robert and Joe Holbert to do a duet of it. I mean, they're the only ones that are left. We did our time, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you did You did Judas. Jeremy did Judas. I sang Ass Man yep. with Jimmy. Jimmy sang Stephanie McMahon's theme at one point. Amazing. We, by the way, we got a mixtape dropping next week. YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps. Stay tuned. Uh, Matthew Garrett says, AEW was that Cody Rhodes segment. It was just to get him on screen. That's That's really all it was. But I like this match. They they did the FTR are so good at working people. They're just so good at working people and making you think that they really hate somebody like Marco Stunt and that they're gonna do this for Cornette because Cornette hates people like Marco Stunt. Now they're gonna go in there and they're gonna work their asses off and they're gonna make everybody look great and they're gonna be one of the best tag teams in the world. And that's what they did. What I like here is they haven't gone back to the young bucks. They're letting that cool off so that when it starts up again, it's as hot as ever. AEW really does tag team wrestling better than any other promotion in the world. They're doing wrestling better than any other company in the world. They, they How many times could they have done MJF and Cody? Did they? No. And even MJ, MJF's doing interviews with me saying, I kind of regret how it happened. I feel bad for what I did to Cody. And I'm like, that's brilliant. He's like, I- I'm ready to move on. I have some regrets in life. But then one day he's gonna he's gonna fuck Cody over. We know he is. Yeah. Like one day when Cody's looking to get back that TNT title, MJF is gonna swoop in and take it from him and just ruin his life. Like that that's how it'll work. Evan says Fantasy World Elite versus Mox, Callahan, Nick Gage. That ain't on my bucket list right there. No offense. I think Mox and Callahan will be a pairing before this partnership is out of the way. They should. Here's a great question. Josh says, any music you guys want TK to buy for wrestlers? Well, let me pull up the AEW roster page. Sorry, I got to catch my breath. I'm a little under the weather right now. I'm hoping it isn't the dreaded. But, like, I, I, I mean, Jericho's got Judas, so he can do that. They ain't getting ass man for Billy Gunn. That's a WWE theme. I'm trying to think of themes that that stand out and are like super, like they they transcend, so to speak. And as I'm looking, like I can't think of any that they they definitely would need that would be completely identifiable. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. For who? I, I, I think. For Brian K. <laughs> they're gonna work. They're gonna. That's. They're gonna be like, well, hey he Billy, hey he Billy. We've been giving me. Serena for for so long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Be good Matthew, Matthew Garrett says, "Why can Raw and SmackDown not be as good as NXT? How's the developmental brand better?" I meant to read that later, but I think SmackDown's been better than NXT. Uh, like, I think it's been way better than NXT of, of late vengeful one, uh, disturbed for Moxley. I don't know that I identify that with him. If Moxley's ever going to get a song, it should be like some really like ACDC kind of song that he would like. I'd say dirty deeds, but I think, I think somebody else owns that. Do they, who does, uh, 
I don't know. Isn't that a WWE uh, thing with the uh, Ambrose for Dirty Deeds? No, not at all. Oh, the, good, the, song, then, the song? Well, no, well, not the song, but like the name itself. But I mean, if they're referring to the song, that's completely different. I'll that's tell you what your boy hates. When WWE sends us a SmackDown clip and it's got that, <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready for a good time? And then it immediately gets copyrighted, copyright claimed. That is not what I would call a good time. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. Very frustrating to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> take Conti. Uh, took on Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb wins this NWA Women's Championship match. Uh, well, Robert, what'd you think? Uh, the wrong woman won. I think really? she's been great. Uh, Serena's good, and obviously she's brought a lot of life to the division. But I really wanted uh, Take Hanchi to have something to reward her for just doing so awesome because she has improved tenfold since appearing in AEW. She has been great. We actually got some super chats about this. Uh, Brian says, I know you guys have been going to bat for Britt Baker, but to me, Tay Conchi is most ready to take the title off Sheeta. She's up there. She really is up there. She has been incredible. Uh, Brian F. says that she is an indictment of WWE Developmental. There's a whole lot of people popping up these days that are indictments of WWE Developmental. Um, Alex, what... What do you think of what we've seen out of Tay Conchi that we didn't see in well, NXT? Here, the craziest thing about this, this is the biggest thing that Tay Conchi did when she was in NXT. For one night only, she <laughs> was in the UE. Like, it didn't make any sense. They like had her attack Nikki Cross because they were feuding with Sanity. So she ran in and broke up a match Nikki Cross was winning. And then they never refer to it again. They actually came out with her and sent her into the ring. I was like, are they getting a female member of Undisputed Era? And why is it Tay Conti? I think and, it was there. And <laughs> that's fantastic. I mean, and that's it. Like, they never, like, it was so out of the blue that they used her. And then also, like, they just, she fell off the face of the earth after that. They didn't, they just they decided, no, this, this beautiful blonde judoka from Brazil like, no, we have no use for her. Like, I, I, I honestly have no, like, it was like they didn't even try to get her into a position. Obviously, she had whatever she needed within her to become this, but they was like, nah, no, just, no, we don't, we don't, we don't feel like it. It made no sense, especially seeing her now. It's like, I can understand why she said, let me go. If you're not yeah. going to use me, then let me go because she was ready. Nerd Guru brings up a good point. Every show this week didn't have the women's champ. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Was Sasha on last week's SmackDown? No, she was referred to. Hmm. She wasn't on that. Uh, Raw, no Oscar. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. NXT, uh, no Shirai, and then mm-hmm. that sucks. We'll, we'll talk about EO when we get to the NXT thing, but she hasn't been around for a while. 
Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Ruben Blanco says, Tay has improved so much. She really has. She's doing incredible. Reminder, guys, donate a Super Chat if you want your question or statement read on the air, but please leave a thumbs up. Uh, somebody says Deanna was on Impact last night. Well, um, I'll, I'll say this. Well, no, I won't say anything. <laughs> I won't say anything. Uh, Deanna Peraza is great. Looking forward to Hard to Kill. That's that's what I'll say. Um, also, I'm looking forward to Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown calling Hard to Kill, not Josh Matthews. Very, very excited about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Main event time, Brian Cage, Darby Allen, TNT title match. Darby Allen wins every single thing Darby Allen does. Looks amazing. Darby Allen is the one guy in a field of people doing dives that looks like, okay, this guy is doing dives because he doesn't care about his body and he wants to hurt you. And he should be doing them. And I feel like other people should do them less so that when Darby does them more, it means something. And this was good. Most importantly, we finally saw Sting get physical and help Darby Allen retain the championship. By the way, people are saying, speak out, Sean. We want to hear your opinion. It's not an opinion. It, it, it'll, you'll see. You'll see. Don't worry. Uh, but yes, Darby Allen was great here. Uh, he, uh, we got Anthony Brewer saying the main event was better than I expected. Pretty good show overall. This was a really good performance out of both guys. Sting shows up. Darby Allen's in the ring while Team Taz looks on. With disbelief, Sting is like shown standing right behind Ricky Starks, and Sting hits somebody with the bat. We yep. finally see him hit somebody with the bat, Bobbo. Yeah, and sign me up. I think that they have done so much justice with Sting. For a while, he was just in WWE, and he was just in the fold, and it was like, hey, cool, you get to have him in the video games, and this makes Sting feel important. You know that eventually they're going to have the I choose this guy because he reminds me of me when I felt lost. But it's worth it because this is a character who knows what he's bringing to the table. And Darby knows how to play off of what Sting is giving him. Yeah, he's he's it, it, it works. And I wasn't sure if this would work. Evan Wright says uh, eight months in the making, they delivered awesome. I really enjoyed it. It never felt stale once. No. They managed to keep it fresh. And kudos to them for that. And, uh, yeah, on on top of all that, like, that that coffin drop onto the stairs. Jesus, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't usually do this, but for uh, non-Super Chats, but I want to bury this person. Y'all act like AEW features their women's champion. No, we literally said that they don't. What review do you watch? (laughs) <laughs> Our consistent criticism of AEW is how they don't, how not only do they not feature their women's champion, that they feature the NWA champion more, that they have them slotted in one segment and they don't do enough. What the hell are you talking about? My God. My God. What just a limp flaccid criticism that is and we don't like that if you're going to criticize we want you erect we want you rock hard we want you just throbbing (laughs) we want your performance 
to be at its peak. Whether you're a virile 20 something year old flying all around doing coffin drops with your face paint on, or you're a 61 year old with spinal stenosis. Actually, I don't know about medical issues, but you can get your penis hard with bluechew.com code fightful. That's bluechew.com code fightful. You know the drill. It's a chewable. It's in your system faster. It's prescribed online by Blue Chew affiliated physicians that get you the active ingredient you need. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And these days, you don't want to be doing those two things. You got all this. Let let me tell you, you won't be Operation Warp Speed in the bedroom. You'll be going all night long. You'll have a little something else on lockdown, if you know what I mean. It's about performance. You don't have to have a problem to use bluechew.com. It's about that performance, that confidence, and they give it to you. Your first shipment is free, and that's what we're giving to you. So you can give it to somebody else. Just pay $5 shipping. Got to pay the mailman. We respect the mailman. Their special deliveries help you give your special deliveries. Whether you're dropping it off at the back door what Alex <laughs> or you're handling with care. Oh. <laughs> okay. I hope that your backboards are not fragile because you'll be like Daryl Dawkins, just shattering those bad boys. Bluechew.com code fightful. We love them. Now, hold on. I got to ask for a little bit of sour graps here. You think all the free blue chew that Rick has gotten from Conrad has made him feel so brave as to want to get the life force drained out of him by Lacey Evans? Or what, what's happening here? Whoa. I, 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 feel like, I, feel, I feel, feel like Lacey Evans is trying to end a Nicole Smith. Yes. We'll see how that lasts. Whoa. Is all I can say. Whoa. My God. Um, I think we have some super chats in here. Rob Wilkins says, let Dark Order beat Omega and Kurgan beat Callus. Yes, let's, uh, ha- let's bring back Kurgan. Where's Kurgan right now? He's a movie star. Yeah, is he? I, that would kind of be funny if that was like one of the segues. It's like <laughs> me and Kenny just here hanging out with our movie star friend Kurgan. That would be very funny. I watched him in a horror movie that that starred Kevin James recently, and it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Kevin James plays a Nazi, but he he's pretty good at playing a Nazi somehow. It's a good movie. You all should check it out. Uh, we've got NXT up next. Reminder, get your Super Chats in. It's a good time. Candice LeRae defeats Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart, who I did speak to for a part of my Inside the Royal Rumble feature, over 11,000 words of Royal Rumble stories drops noon Monday. Also a 90-minute video companion piece. Alex, how do you feel about Shotzi? How do you feel about Candace beating her? I feel like Shotzi is one of those things where like they're, they're making her a big deal, and also they're not pushing her because she loses. And it's a weird deal to do that at the same time, but at least they're trying to be like, no, 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 she's a big deal. Like she hosted the Halloween thing and she's got her own team at war games. And you know, like 
She's a big deal. She's got her own tank. We we built her a brand new tank. Look how big the tank is. It shoots <laughs> it shoots it shoots projectiles in, into Allison Theory's dick. It's a big deal. Also, she loses all of her matches. Like I it's a weird dichotomy that they that they run there in NXT that's kind of confounding at times. But I feel like Candice LeRae, by the way, I'm very happy to see her that the arm injury wasn't worse. Yes. Um, I'm very happy that she wasn't out for like six months or whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm, that's good. I'm glad that she won because of, of all the people that have been in NXT for that long and she hasn't actually had a title reign yet. Like, I don't think that she's next in line by any means, but I want her to, to hold the gold once in NXT. She's been there so long. She's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. And I, I like that they're at least not burying her by having her lose a bunch of matches. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, this is, I mean, we got the Dusty Women's Classic coming up. I am so excited for the Dusty Women's Classic, and I love that they're doing it. Uh, this is elementary booking. If you have something that matters, apply as many matches to it as you possibly can. Royal Rumble? Cool. Give me 15 qualifying matches for all I care. Yep. Give, uh, Show me that they care, and then I'll care even more. Um but we're we're about to see a lot of matches unfold there. Two dusty classics run at the same time. I'm all for it. I'm good with it, Alex. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they were not going to be uh, concurrent. I thought they were going to be consecutive because that that takes you further into the year. Sure. Um, but I'm fine with it, I and mean, that's cool with me too. I mean, uh, it's it's a really great opportunity to see some of these women working together in different ways. Um, but the women's division is so stacked that I'm not going to complain about. Hey, let's shoehorn these two singles wrestlers into a tag team and have them go a deep run in the Dusty Classic. I still don't think that Finn and Samoa Joe should have won the first Dusty Classic. Yeah. It feels weird now to say that those guys were because of the how many great tag teams they had in NXT at the time. But as far as women's tag teams, they haven't really established a lot of tag teams. So yeah, absolutely. Shotzi and Ember Moon, why not? Mercedes Martinez and, and Tony Storm, sure, have at it. Why not? Get all these great women into into these matches as many of them as possible, and let let them beat the crap out of each other. Let's have fun. Hannah says two hundred five live was good. I mean, it's usually good. I mean, I, I you wouldn't know it, but I watch it every week. <laughs> I watch this stuff every week. Uh, I mean, that's I love wrestling, but it's usually pretty good. It's just nobody talks about it. Nobody. Matthew Garrett says Finn Balor. That's it. That's a super chat. Maybe an unpopular opinion. I ain't crazy about this promo. Him hold on. I can't even do it. I'll unhook my mic. But him holding his microphone like this. And it's like he does like mic drop lines. Yeah. Now Kyle O'Reilly's the one eating truest straw. <laughs> but he doesn't drop the mic. He holds onto the mic. Yeah. And it's like. Ugh. Then Pete Dunn comes out with the the most WWE delivery and terminology. The the just like, Oi, have you forgot about me? I'm here, and I'm supposed to get the next title shot. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Come I mean, on. It, it is weird because like it would be it'd be one thing if he hadn't just lost a singles match to Kyle O'Reilly to get a title shot at 
Finn Balor, but he did. Like, that's the other thing is like, you can't be like, all right, of course you beat Kyle O'Reilly, that guy who pinned me clean as a sheet, but yeah. but now I deserve the next title shot. Like, oh, dude, you just lost your shot at the title shot. Shouldn't you have another shot? Then Joel asks why Pete is suddenly Australian. Okay, I spent a lot of time with Anna Bauert. All right, I got used to doing that. Here's the thing. I used to do a really good accent over there, and then I started to do Anna's, and then it devolved like into a hybrid, like a South African white person. Like I started to sound like Justin Gabriel for a while, (laughs) and it's like, I can't do it, man. I can do a lot of voices. I can't do that one. Can't, Can't make it work. Johnny says that Shotzi got what she deserved and he's going to beat Dexter Loomis and he and Austin Theory will win the tag classic. Well, he did beat Dexter Loomis, but afterwards Austin gets put in the silence and then Johnny stomps on him and Kushida shows up. Hard for me to get super pumped about a Dexter Loomis match. Hard for me to be interested in matches like this that don't necessarily have any stakes, but I really like the, the ingredients involved here. Yeah, I, I, I like I like Dexter Lumis a lot. I, I, I've always wondered what his ceiling could possibly be. Like he's he's a he's very compelling to watch. Um, I, I I love the commitment to him being silent always. Like I I think it's a really interesting performance, and you can't put the title on a guy like this. Like yeah. so what, what so where, where does he go? What is where does he top out at? A guy who is spooky to heels, like that's not. I mean, or he himself becomes a heel and, like, you know, is is a monster who then gets fed to a baby face, and then you know, what? 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 We've wasted all that time with him. That's a really weird thing for him to be because there's no real end game with that character. I thought this was fine. I I, I liked him, you know, uh, basically catching the first one final beat. Uh, into a into his silence thing. I think that's that's he's very susceptibly strong. I really like him, but yeah, he can't win this match because it's not really a thing, you know. And and I'm very into Kushida versus uh, Johnny, but it's weird that they have to have the 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 way versus Kushida and Leon Ruff tag match before would have that do whatever it's going to do before we can actually get our Kushida versus Johnny for the North American title. Like it's all these steps we have to get before Kushida beats Johnny Gargano clean for that title. I also love that Kushida has been winning. Yeah. That's important to me. He's been winning. So now I want him to see, I want to see him face the champion. Nerd Guru says thoughts on Dominic dethroning Escobar eventually. Why the hell not? Everybody else is allowed on NXT now. Apparently the, the, Lucha House Party can just show up wherever they want. Who gives a goddamn about a brand split? Might as well. I would really like it if they said, I'll say this. I'd like it if the Cruiserweight title was floating and not just floating in that sense, just floating in who can challenge it. Other people can come here to challenge for it too. And that's how great they can come to NXT and challenge for that belt. And that, like Triple H on one of his media calls to us, can say, "Well, you know what? Raw and SmackDown take a lot from us, so we came to that agreement." That's done wonders for the women's tag titles, though. And that's their fault. That's That's their their fault. One hundred percent. That's lazy shit. Uh, Hannah says, "At least it's a kitty litter now. They stopped manufacturing the cloth that I'm cut. (laughs) They stopped making the cloth that I'm cut from." 
which is def- definitely that's not Irish at all. But like that that was a really weird way to say that thing that you said. We <laughs> have, like I mean our profile in the UK has increased significantly over the last year. <laughs> thank you to Wrestle Talk and they just all left. Yeah, they just uh, all hit they, the yeah, we we drove them all away. Robert's the oh. only one that they're kind of just like he doesn't suck right now. <laughs> like Robert's <laughs> the only one that hasn't embarrassed himself here. Yeah. Give it oh to my him. gosh. So, um, Grizzled Young Vets versus Ever Rise. Grizzled Young Vets have everything, Robert. They yeah. They are, they're, a, they're a perfect tag team to me. They are what tag team wrestling is meant to be. I almost wish they were on the other channel because I know that they would be used in a better light. I, I but would... I think they are being used pretty good right now. So far, so far, they're being good, well, used well. Right, but it's... It's one of those things where you know as soon as they leave, if they leave NXT, they're they're screwed because Raw and SmackDown just don't care. I wish Raw and SmackDown cared because the Dusty Classic shows, hey, tag teams are important and can be utilized. Let's bring these you know noteworthy tag teams into our company. Uh, Alex, how'd you feel about this? Yeah, no, the the Grizzly Young Vets are the total package, Lex Luger. They they have absolutely everything you could want from a tag team, uh, which is why they're going to be broken up for no good reason <laughs> and then split into two separate tag teams on different shows. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I love watching them work. I think Everrise is the perfect because Everrise are really good workers, mm-hmm. but they but but you but they also because they are who they are on this show, losing doesn't doesn't hurt them in any way. Um, when I was looking at the bracket and it first came out, I was like, this, it's so stacked on one side, like the UE and Grizzled Young Vets are on one side of the bracket. On the other side, it's, it's, it's a wide open race to the, to the final. Like it's just easy, easy pickings for, for some, anybody we'll talk about who in a second, but I, I think that Grizzled Young Vets have a really good shot at being a, a, a really good throwback to what, tag team wrestling in NXT used to be. Now I feel like it's just like this, these titles that kind of get passed around and the UE, UE is always there, but they're not actually, it's, it's a weird deal. The tag, the tag thing in, in WWE as a whole is just, it's just not working anymore. And also I got to say, it is very impressive that they just quite honestly use 16 with the exception of Lucha house party, honest to God, NXT tag teams. Or yeah. people that are connected, like Theory and Gargano, which I love. Uh, I can't wait for Ashanti the Adonis and Desmond Troy. I hope they have a, a great match with Tony Nese and Davari. That's one where I'm like, okay, it'd be kind of cool if Adonis and Desmond Troy got that win. Because then it'd be like, well, every time you see them there, you'd be like, well, can they win now? Can they win now? Uh, Jam on Ryan B. Jam says, I really like Loomis and think he can go a long way. For him to reach the next level, he needs a manager. I, I I don't know if that fits. I mean, here that was always the bag on Sam Shaw. It was what more can they do after he stalked Christy Hemme in, a, in an apartment? What is there? We're at that point with Dexter Loomis. I do think creepy crystal ball Dexter Loomis could work as a bit of a as an Elias type character, Robert, that doesn't need to wrestle but maybe appears and does stuff. But what do you think? If they keep him as a baby face, his ceiling is the boogeyman without worms. And it's just going to be a comedy 
you know, stalker character, which really shouldn't be all that comedy to begin with. If you can turn him heel and make him this really creepy, menacing character, then maybe you can play with it a little bit. But right now where they're going, they're not getting anything out of it. There's there's something to be said for the character who is the living embodiment of an annoying heel's comeuppance. Like, that's what he was for Cameron Grimes. That's what he could, could be for Velveteen Dream. Things like that. Where, like, there's there's a guy that, that you're like, I really want to see that guy get beat or embarrassed or humiliated. And the guy who does that is Dexter Loomis. And he doesn't need to do anything else because he's not interested in a title per se. But he's there to just, like, to, to ruin the lives of the people you hate the most so those guys don't have to be mucking up a title scene. Yep. Zia Lee defeated a local talent. She got to win these. So you got to keep doing them. I'm all for it. It's a, it's a, it's a weird thing though, because I've, I've watched enough WWE programming over the years to, 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 to watching go like, I love how they're building her, but I know they don't have a great track record of then doing anything once she's built. Like she might squash jobbers for the, literally the next three months before she does anything of note. And then well, what's the plan with that? Because the women's division is so stacked and so weird. Like we, for for a couple of weeks now, we thought it was gonna, we were going to get Mercedes Martinez versus Io Shirai. They ran a, a promo uh, for Raquel Gonzalez where she says, I'm coming after you, Io Shirai. And now Mercedes Martinez is in the Dusty Classic. So which of these two women is coming for Io Shirai? And Io Shirai hasn't been on TV in like three weeks. So the women's division, while stacked, is very muddy. And Zia Lee, I'm just wondering who they're going to build her for so they feed her to some baby face who needs a big victory over somebody important like Zia they, Lee. They do that a lot. Uh, Joseph Quare says, hoping for grizzled young vets versus MSK in the Dusty Cup final. These two teams have inject, injected much needed life into the tag division. Awesome debut tonight. Well, let's talk about it. MSK, the former Rascals. Uh, Wes Lee and Nash Carter. The names are dog shit, but they're very good. Yeah. I, 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 here's the thing. I will say at least they didn't introduce them as Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier only three weeks from now to start calling them Wes Lee and Nash Carter. Cause they've done that in the past. We're like, Oh cool. They get to keep their real names. No, they don't. They were just trying to figure out what they were going to call them. Um, so I'm, I'm glad they, they, they dispensed with all the pretense and gave us the crappy names right off the bat. Um, yeah. uh, do we know what MSK stands for? Because it, it, uh, it could be anything, but I just want to call them Misk. That's, it just feels like that watching it. <laughs> Misk. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, and and Resdog says, what the hell does MSK stand for? Also, Nash? Really? Surprised they didn't call them the Whippersnappers, given the old team name. I I I really love these guys. I think they're incredibly uh, incredibly fun to watch. I, I appreciated um, appreciated uh, Vic Joseph doing the, these rascals sure are high-flying, back from the break. Um, I, know, I actually love the Whippersnappers as a tag team name. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really great. Um, but I, this is a great match. Uh, Swerve and Atlas actually worked well together. Um, and the, the relationship they had established between Swerve and Atlas felt like mm. Atlas should be the one to take the pin. And then Swerve gets pissed for, for Atlas costing the match and beats them down, beats down Atlas after the match. And then we have a little feud between them, an actual real feud. 
Swerve taking the pin and Atlas not really reacting to it makes me go, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, great debut. Great debut for MSK. Debut. Gotta have them win this. Very excited that they're here. Uh, I, I filmed my Q&A show today and somebody asked, do you think the mystery team is is the Rascals? And I said yes. So uh, you guys are going to be really confused listening to that tomorrow, but... There we go. Uh, we have lots of promos about the Women's Dusty Cup. They dedicated a lot of segments to this. It makes it feel important, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, the Nerd Guru sent a super chat and said, both shows are very good. That Champa Thatcher promo ruled. I loved this. Mm-hmm. Robert, we didn't get to see Fight Pit, so they're rebuilding to it, and I thought this was really good, and it was intimate, and it was different. Yeah, NXT is really good at presenting wrestling like a sport when they want to. And even though the build to these guys fighting hasn't been great, this exchange made it seem like this is what it's all about for them, getting in the fight pit and determining who is the best. They got right back on track after, you know, the one week where they just couldn't do it on New Year's Evil. I love this. Thatcher needs to win but i'm already concerned that he's in permanent cash territory where he's just the guy that people beat on the way up i think they're gonna do something interesting with thatcher i do uh alex any any thoughts on this promo i i i liked this um these guys who uh uh <laughs> i straight up hate your guts but God damn it, do I respect you. I love like, it. I feel like that's what they're going for with these two guys. And like, if at the end of the fight pit, we get a straight up, like, uh, like real handshake. And like, you know, you, you got me. I like if Thatcher beats Champa, Champa beat Thatcher once before we can have a rubber match somewhere down the line. But I love the idea of these guys like becoming in league with each other. And I, I, I really love Champa, like calling him out. I feel like you're taking liberties with the kids. And I don't necessarily like that. And um and and Thatcher called him out like maybe you just don't know if you still got it anymore, which is interesting because Champa came back from his injury. I'm gonna take back Goldie, and he never really got a shot at Goldie since then. Like he he got basically just squashed by by Karrion Cross. So maybe like Thatcher has got a read on him psychologically. I like that 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 uh, that play between these two characters. I think it's really effective. Reminder, guys, get your super chats in. We are reaching the main event segment. Uh, you know, nothing makes me feel uh, more normal than getting an email notification during the show from Twitch that says, your email emoticon SRS haircut has been approved. I'm sure that's going to be completely fine. Thanks, <laughs> Jeremy. Make sure you guys tune in to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming for whatever it is that Jeremy and Joel Pearl are planning Oh man, Mike Provencher two, the second says, or he, he's Mike Provencher the second. He's not Mike Provencher two the second. That'd be like, I, I'm not even going to do the math on that one. Uh, he says, all I want is for Zayali to end the number thirty win and face Hoskett Mania. I'm aware this is a pipe dream. I just want them to know what they're doing for yes. the Royal Rumble. Uh, that's my pipe I want, dream. I want, I want them to have a plan. I want them right now to know who the big, big first feud is for Zia Lee and what they're planning on doing with her and who this this reveal of, of her master is sitting in that chair. I want them to know 
a couple of months ahead of time. That's what I need. Uh, Nerd Guru also says MSK versus Undisputed Era in the Dusty final has banger all over it. Also, Tony and uh, Mercedes does rule very hard, yeah. and I'm very excited for that. Well, main event time, Brizongo lose to Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era uh, move on in the tournament. This is Adam Cole and Roderick Strong with Kyle O'Reilly. And I just love how, like, Undisputed Era, even though they have missed people at any given point of time since they've started, have always felt whole. Even when somebody's missed, they've never hesitated. Adam Cole's like, tag team, I'll do it. No problem. I'll step up and do it. I'm not above that. It makes this feel more important. They get the win. Finn uh, or or Pete Dunn comes out and takes out Finn Balor, and then Kyle O'Reilly gets involved in a lot of stuff. They're just all over the place. Alex, your thoughts on the main event? I um I really appreciate the the that they kept on referring to Kyle O'Reilly. Really should should be shouldn't be here. Like he's got he's got a, a messed up jaw. It could get much worse if he takes another shot to the face. He should just go home. I don't know why he's even out here. I appreciated Wade Barrett like that through line throughout the entire match, so that when he was attacked by Oni Lorkin and, and Danny Birch and Pete Dunne, there was some real danger there. And um, Finn tries to save him, but can't. And they do the thing where they, where they, you know, hit him in the face. And then Adam Cole wakes up from his stupor, sees what happened to Kyle. And like the look on his face is like, my best friend is really hurt. Like, and they could act, like, he's a really good actor when they give him a shot to do it. And he, I, what I loved is it did not result in the immediate distraction finish and he loses. Like, I loved that he was able to, regain his composure and win the match because on raw or smackdown absolutely like watching his best friend get kicked in the face would cause him to lose the match and the ue would be disqualified from the tournament and be like well what the hell but i'm very glad at nxt they showed some restraint and allowed him to actually win the match afterwards that's nxt for tonight that's aew for tonight uh, we're moving on to a few pretty big weeks at Fightful. Hard to kill this weekend. Uh, I've got the live post show. Got an interview with Chris Bay going up this week. Very excited about that. Of course, FightfulSelect.com, breaking news all the time. All the time. Just before we went on the air, I mentioned that NXT is having their people train full-time again, five days a week, not testing very often. That's dumb. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Uh, you'll hear my rant on that. You'll hear Alex Pawlowski's rant on Raw and SmackDown. But then next weekend, we got Conor McGregor fighting. That's a pretty big deal. Then the weekend after that, there's a little something called eh, the Royal Rumble. And on Monday, I'm dropping, again, a piece that is very near and dear to my heart. Inside the Royal Rumble, I spoke with Bret Hart. I spoke with Shotzi Blackheart, Triple H, Kevin Owens. I even spoke to Duke the fucking dumpster Drossy about this thing. <laughs> I talked to all kinds of people. I talked to production employees, announcers, uh, a little bit of everybody because I wanted to provide a lot of stories about this. Over 11,000 words, and I'm dropping a 90-minute companion piece video with uh, a lot of those video interviews. This piece means a whole lot to me, and you'll get it early. All subscribers get it early at FightfulSelect.com. So go ahead and subscribe over there. Robert, where can the people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Dude Felice. You can check me out every day on Fightful.com. I may have something special coming specifically on the Fightful gaming end of things, and you'll hear more about that in the coming days. I'm very excited about that. I'm jealous. I don't get to talk to Duke the Dumpster Jersey, but such is life. Alex? <laughs> well, I, I've uh, had an interview with Duke Drosy in the can for like three months, by the way. It's uh, one of those, needless to say, it's not time sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither is the Patriot, in which I've had back there since like September. Uh, you can follow me uh, on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. I review Raw on uh, on Tuesday nights and uh, SmackDown on Saturday nights. Uh, nitpicking the crap out of uh, main roster programming, but uh, try, trying to find the positive where it's available. Yes. Also, he didn't send a super chat, but he's always so active on our Facebook group. I want to give a shout out to Billy Torres. That dude is constantly posting really funny stuff over at our Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash Fightful Online. Billy, I appreciate you, my dude. You're one of the few people that watches us on Facebook, but I appreciate you. And I just want you to know that I see you there and I appreciate what you're doing. But I appreciate what all of you are doing Listen, your boy ran today. List goes on with today. We got so many damn shows. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.